In this week's parsha, we start to talk about parsha's truma. Parsha's truma is the mitzvah of building the mishkan. Now we we learned this for many years and trying to get the message inculcated in ourselves of how relevant and how important this parsha is for us. The whole concept of a base hamigdash that Hashem wants a Beis HaMikdash is central to the whole understanding of the relationship between Shamayim Va'aretz and between Klal Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Whenever you hear the word Mikdash it should make you want to give a little smack on your head that how disconnected we are. The Chazala tells us that one of the greatest desires, if not the greatest desire of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted that his presence should intermingle with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. His presence should intermingle with us, with with tachtoinim, the low, the lower ones. The lotion of the Medrash Rabbah in the beginning of Bereshis, in Parsha Yud Gimel, it says as follows: It says Vayiere Vayivoyker. It says a pasuk over there Bayoyim Harishay, Amir of Shmuel Bar Abba. What is the meaning of Bayoyim Harisha? It says, "Min hayoyim harishayin shebara hakadosh baruch hu esoilam." From the first day that Hashem created the world, nisade nisave, Hashem desired lodur imbriyosav v'tachtoinim to live with his brios v'tachtoinim. Hashem wanted to live with his creatures in this world of ours. Re'ei, see, heich ksiv, what does it say, Bebrias yom rishon, when Hashem created the first day? It says, vayihi ere vayihi voiker yom echot. It says, and it was evening, and it was morning, it was yom echot. Day number one. Rishon eino imer, doesn't say it was the first day. Doesn't say it was erva voiker, first day. Elo yom echot, it says in the day. Yeah. It should say Yoim Shnayim and Yoim Shloisha. Doesn't do that. So, how come on every other day it says Shani, Shlishi, and on the first day it doesn't say Rishain, it says Echot? Loma Omar Yoim Echot. 
שעד שהקדוש ברוך הוא היה יחידי בעולמי, because while הקדוש ברוך הוא was still a יחיד in his world, Hashem desired to live with his creatures However, he did not do this. Once the Mishkan was established, and Hashem rested his presence in the Mishkan, Ubo Hanesim Lahakriv and the Nesim wanted to be Makriv, bring Karbonis, Amra Kadish Baruch Kadish Baruch said, Ye Kosev, let it be written, Shebeyim Ze Nivra Ha'ilam. This is the first day of the world. You know why it says over here? Amazing thing. That when Hashem created the world, He didn't say it was the first day. Because it wasn't the first day yet, it was Echad. It was the first because it wasn't according to the will of Hashem. The will of Hashem was that the first day be the day Hashem unites with His presence with people on this earth. And when the Nesim, the princes of all the Shivatim, brought their karbonis in the Beis Hamikdash, the first day they brought their karbonis in the Mishkan to establish. Hashem's presence in the world, that's when it became Yom Rishon. So by Yom Harishan, it says that, you know where it says by Yom Harishan? Not in the beginning of the creation of the world. It says by Yom Harishan, when Hashem established the Mishkan, and the Mishkan became inaugurated. So you have to understand, this is a very big yesite. That Akadish Baruch somebody would ask you, for example, what does your father desire to get out of this world? One like one guy might say, My father would love a pair of golf clubs. My father would my father would like a hunting rifle. Maybe my father would like an art scroll shas. Maybe he'd like a Vilna shas. Maybe like a trip to Israel. Who knows what it was like? What does the father want? Somebody asks you, what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu want? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is nisave to have shechina b'tachtayna. Whether you understand it or not, doesn't make a difference. That's the first step to know what he wants. Some, some father may have, may, have, may have an interest that you may not appreciate, fully appreciate what his interests are. Doesn't mean he doesn't have that interest. The first thing you have to know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to be with me. Now, that's a very powerful statement. Because most of us don't want to be with HaKadosh Baruch That's it. We do not want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be with us. We want to have HaKadosh Baruch Hu available that when I have a problem, I want to be able to turn to him and ask him to assist me. But I don't want HaKadosh Baruch Hu in my life 24-7. When I'm davening, I would like HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be present. But when I go home and I want to make my scrambled eggs, Hashem, please, you can stay outside right now. That's how it is. When a person's in his house doing things, 
you don't feel comfortable necessarily everybody watching you. Do you want a Kaddish Baruch there? Not necessarily. Sometimes you want to let go like they say. You want to hang loose. You want to do things that if a Kaddish Baruch was there, you wouldn't be comfortable with. For a person to have a Shechina B'Tachtoinim, it's not Pashat. Many times I've told you this. A person sits and eats. When a person enjoys having people watch him eat. Here's a guy sitting down to a big steak dinner. And he's taking care of himself tonight. This is his night. He's taking care of himself. Imagine a big rub, or a little rub walked in to talk to you. you know, what would you say? He'd say, I'll meet you in another room. <laughs> you, know, you, you don't want to see the talk table set up there. You're sitting down as if a Swedish layman is dead. What's today? It's What is it? No, it's time. It's a taivitzach. You know, you don't want to do that. You know what I mean? So, a person has to understand. Here's a guy who wants to sit down and read a magazine in his house. To read a newspaper. I'll never forget. I, was went, I went to a rabbi's house. One Shabbos. And the guy disappeared from the table. So, after 15 minutes, I turned to his son. I said, where's Pops? Where's your father? I thought maybe went to learn Kabbalah. He said, no, he's chilling out. I said, chilling out? What do you mean? I said, he's all right? He said, yeah, he sure is all right. I said, I thought maybe he's sick or something. I never, I never saw my father away from the table in Shabbos for 15 minutes. I thought he didn't feel well. I've gone away from the table. If I didn't feel well, I went, for, I went to lie down for a few minutes to get something back. He said, no, he's chilling out of the room. I said, all right, if I go, he says, why not? So I go to another room. The guy is laying back on the couch. The big New York Times... <laughs> Opened in front of him. He used to the Shabbos table. He has a guest at his house. And I was a bucher. I peeked out under the table and said, Good Shabbos. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was so far gone, I don't think he realized. You have to ask him, that's Shabbos activity. Why not? Is that what it's kind of activity? I don't think you want a Kalish to be around for. But a person has to understand that there's everybody wants their privacy. Everybody's very much into their space. They say, give me my space, I want my privacy, I want my this. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to live with me. That's number one. The Vilna Goyen writes in his commentary on Shira Shirim the following statement. Iker Oilam Haba. What is the main purpose of Oilam Haba? Do you know Avram? What's the purpose of Oilam Haba? What's the goal? To return my neshama to its source, from where it comes. Olam is you bring your neshama back to Hashem. Hear that? You have a neshama in you. It's a very, very holy neshama you have in you. And Hashem commissioned us, bring back that neshama in a better position. And I sent you off on the trip of life bring back your neshama come back and be medabek b'shechina that's what it means yoshvim benenin come back to me so says the Vilna Goyen ubevadai most certainly yoyser toiv mizeh there's something even better than Elam Haba you know what that is? Elam Haza 
if the Shekhinah is attached to you below, Lamata, over here in this world, since he says, Kasher, since, Hoisa Kavana Sabriya, that was the Kavana of the Briya Sabriya. Kayadua, like his note. The Kavana of Hashem in the Briya is, Hashem wants to live with each and every one of us. He says, Uschar Zeh, this schar is written in the Torah. Many times, un- untold at the Mizpah. It says, Vishachanti Besoicham, for example. And I want to live with them. It says, Velo Sigal Nashi. Many Psukhavi quotes. How Hashem doesn't want us to detest Him. He doesn't want ourselves to be detestable from HaKadosh Baruch. You hear that? So the day that the Mishkan was built, that was the Tachlis of the Bria Sa'ilam. That's what you have to know. The Mishkan was the Tachlis of the Bria Sa'ilam. What was the Bria Sa'ilam? Hashem's presence should be felt. That's why Shabbos is the Tachlis of the Bria Sa'ilam. Shabbos is Tachlis Maise Shemayim V'Oretz. What is, what is it about Shabbos? That's the Tachlis of Maizu Shemayim Oretz. Because, as the Sforim explained, Shabbos is the day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence is revealed in this world. It's the day that Hashem turns the world into His home. Ufrois Oleinu Sukash Mecha Hashem puts a new roof over the world on Shabbos. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Kindalach, today I'm going to show you how you're living with me. The whole week you can't see how you're living with me. And as a matter of fact, the relationship we have with Hashem a whole week is that we're on the outside. We're distant from Hashem. And Hashem is our Shomer. Hashem from where He is, is Shomer Amo Yisrael Hashem is watching over us. But on Shabbos, you don't need any shmir. Because on Shabbos, Hashem spreads over the world a sukkah shalai, aleinu. And being in that sukkah shalai makes us, enables us to feel. Why don't we feel it? Because we don't prepare ourselves to be proper vessels. You have to prepare yourself to be a proper vessel. Now if you take a look in the Pasuk, in Shmois, Choftes, Memhe. Take a look over there for a moment. Choftes, Memhe. Tzitzave, It says, "Vishachanti b'soich b'nei Yisrael," and I will dwell amongst the b'nei Yisrael. V'hoyisi lohem leilokim, and I will be for them their source of power. Elokim means I will be for them their sole source of power. 
V'yodu, and they will know. Ki ani Hashem Elokehem. No means they will know without a shadow of a doubt that I am Hashem, their Hashem, Asher who I took them out, may Eretz Mitzrayim, for what reason? So that I may dwell in them. So somebody asks you, why did Hashem take you to Eretz Mitzrayim? And you go, duh, because Hashem didn't like slavery. Or you might even say, because Hashem wanted to give us the Torah. But that's not the complete answer. The complete answer is, to dwell in you. If you look at Rashi, Pasuk Mem Vav, Rashi says, Al-Minas, upon condition. That means with the intention, the sole intention. When Hashem took us out, is Al-Minas, Lishkoin Ani In order that I dwell among them. Oh, that's something we have to reiterate to ourselves over and over. And over. Hashem wants to come live with me. So, so imagine, right now, a great Rav would come to ask you, call you up on the phone. Let's say Rav Aryeleib Steinman would call you up, David, and they would say, I'm coming to Cleveland. Could I stay in your home? So if you had no seichel, you would immediately say yes. And if you had seichel, you would say, I, I don't think so. I don't think, it's, I don't think it's the right place. That's what you would say. You may, you may, if you had seichel, you would say, I wish I could, but I'm not sure my home is the home that would make him feel comfortable. And some people would understand, oh no, no, that, that would definitely not be uh, <laughs> an option. <laughs> Why not? Because they are so far away from Kedusha, they are, have so re- neglected, rejected any Kedusha from within themselves that they don't feel anything at all. They don't see themselves as receptacles of HaKadosh Baruch. That is what the Mishkan, the sugya of the Mishkan is all about. It says, V'yodu, they should know. And the Evan Ezra writes over there, you know what it means, V'yodu, they will know? The Pshat says, Oz, Yedu, when I, get, when I build the Mishkan, then they're going to know, Ki lo Mitzrayim, I did not take them out of Mitzrayim, Rak, only, Ba'avur sheyasu li Mishkan, V'shachanti and he says, you know what he says? The Zehu, that's what Hashem meant when he said, Tavdun Eso Elokim Al Hashem told Paroi, Moshe Rabbeinu, that you know why I'm taking out the Jewish people of Mitzrayim? Not because I'm anti slavery, not because I don't like little midgets uh, subjugating my people. Pharaoh was a little midget, and not because he was weird. Not because he was strange, but because of one thing, in order to serve Hashem on this mountain. Now the question is, what does that mean? How does serving Hashem on this mountain have to do with the Mishkan? The Mishkan had nothing to do with the mountain. The Mishkan came after the mountain. There was the mountain and there was the Mishkan. 
So what is the meaning? What he's, Evan Ezra tells us that the Mishkan is the mountain. The answer is that the Ramban explains No, the Ramban explains that when Klau Yisrael were Mechabal upon themselves, the Torah, he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu rested his presence there. And you know what he did there? What did Hashem do uniquely in the Mishkan? What did Hashem do? You know what Hashem did there? Hashem spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu. Hashem communicated with them. V'noyadati l'choshom, it says in the Pesach. V'dibarti itcha. I'm going to speak with you, Hashem says. Me'ala kapayrus. That's this parsha. Take a look in Perik. Chof hei. Pesach chof beis. V'noyadati l'choshom. V'dibarti itcha. Me'ala kapayrus. Me'bein shnei akruvim. Asher al arin ha'edus, is kol asher atzave is chal bnei Yisrael. Anything I want to communicate to the bnei Yisrael, I'm going to talk to you from me'ala kapayrus. You have to know Hakadosh Baruch who spoke to the Jewish people in the Mishkan. When did Hashem start talking to the Jewish people? At Har Sinai. At Har Sinai. That's when Hashem started talking to the Jewish people. So Hashem began. His open communication with us on Har Sinai. And the Ramban says that know what Hashem did? Hashem took that Kedusha, that presence that he had and he ex- revealed and he exposed at Har Sinai, and Hashem now shifted that presence to the Mishkan. The Mishkan is to be seen as a Hemshech of Har Sinai. That's how a person is supposed to view the Mishkan. Mishkan is not something else, but it's a Hemshech, and that's why it's all in Sefer Shmois. Sefer Shmois is the parsha of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That's what Sefer Shmois is all about. Listen to what he says. The Ramban writes in the first Ramban in this parsha. The soid hamishkan. Who you know what the secret of the mishkan was? Sheyia hakavit asher shochan al that the kavit that Hashem rested his presence, which he rested on Har Sinai, sheichein olav benister hides over there in a more hidden form. In the uh, Sinai, everybody was able to see it. Like it says in the Pasek, Vayishkoin kvoid Hashem al Har Sinai. Hashem's kvoid was shoychein, rested on Har Sinai. Uksivin it says, Hein hera'enu Hashem alakeinu. Behold, Hashem has shown us as kvoidoi ve'ez godloi, His honor and His greatness. Cain, the same t- thing set, is stated by the Mishkan, who Hashem, Mile Esha Mishkan. 
It says by the Mishkan two times. You know it twice? Because it says in Harsina Hashem revealed Kvaidai and Godlai. Kvaidai is his honor, Godlai is his kindness. And in the Mishkan there was constantly with Yisrael Hakavid, that same Kavid. Shenira lahem baharsina. What about the good? Ube and when Moshe came to the Mishkan, Hoya a love hadibur. The dibur spoke to him. Asher nidbar loy besinai. The same one that spoke in Sinai. Like it says, and he goes on and on. He elaborates this a lot. A person has to know the coil. That same coil that Moshe Rabbeinu heard and Sinai, that was the same coil that he heard from that were colored Zahav, which is the color of fire. A person has to understand this is the side of the Mishkan and the Beis HaMikdash. To understand that this is Mamish the Hemshech, once HaKadosh Baruch Hu bonded with us in the Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu started talking to us, this was the purpose, and this was the goal of the whole Torah. This was the purpose of the Bria Sa'ilam. Hashem wants me to, Hashem wants to live with me. Hashem wants to be with Klal Yisrael in a very special way. Hashem wants to have a Dira B'Tachtayna. Got a question, Menachem? Uh, yes. Um, is this thing that you say about the end of the Shema every day? About the Tzitzvah Shema? Is that the purpose of the Tzitzvah Shema? Well, it ultimately means that, but I don't know if that directly means that. That's step two. First, we want to bake into ourselves that we constantly remember over and over and over to see it with the greatest clarity that Hashem wants to have, how Hashem expressed that desire through Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, through Har Sinai, through the Mishkan. If you take a look in this Ramban, it's a very long Ramban. But it's a very fundamental Ramban. Many people see the Beis Hamikdash as a house of worship, a house, of, a temple, a house of service. Beis Hamikdash was first and foremost the house where the Shechina was present. Very kedai to look at this Ramban. The first Ramban on the this parsha. Starts with the, the, this piece starts with the paragraph of the Soid HaMishkan Hu the secret of the Mishkan is you have to know that the band of Har Sinai and Yetzias Mitzrayim was a band of marriage and you know what the first thing a couple wants to do what is the first thing a couple does? 
They want to communicate. Dwelling together, if two people live under the same roof and they don't communicate, you know what that is? Gunished! Nothing! No. There are responsibilities of marriage. See, if it's interesting, when a guy gets married, there are certain chiyuvim of marriage. But you don't find anywhere a chiyuv of marriage to talk to your wife. One guy once said to me, in the counseling session, he says to me, Who's the guy talking to my wife? I never wrote that in the ksuba. Valdi cash. He said, I give him my check, I do what I gotta do, and I'm finished. Well, she was, I provide her needs. I gotta talk to her too. It drives me nuts. I said, you have to understand, you're missing the definition of a marriage. The definition of a relationship, by the most minimal thing it means, is we communicate. Two people bond. If somebody gives you all the money in the world, it's not a relationship. It's a chesed. Somebody provides you with food, with clothing, with a shelter. It's wonderful. It doesn't have a relationship. But a guy talks to you all the time, Guy communicates with you. You got a relationship. That's what marriage means. Hashem bonded with us. Hashem says, I want to communicate with you. I spoke to you loud and clear at Har Sinai. I hope you got the message. And then I opened up a Mishkan to communicate with you. The Koyal Hashem. Know what the says? Koyal Chazah. Powerful coil. It says the coil that was heard in the Mishkan was the exact same coil that was heard in, the, in, in at Sinai. And we know what happened? It made a nest. You know what the nest was? It didn't go beyond the walls of the Mishkan. So the Rashi in the beginning of Ayikra says that. The coil of Har Sinai, the whole world heard, went from one end of the world to the other. Every guy in the world heard that Hashem Hashem That's why Har Sinai is called Har Choref. That's what it's called. Har- Have you ever heard that name, Har Chorev? You know what Chorev means? The, the mountain of destruction. Kind of Chor- Chorev means from Horbin. You ever heard the, you know what Hirsch's, Hirsch's commentary in the Chumash is called? Horeb. No, it's not Horeb. What is that? I'm going to herb? No, it's called Chorev. This is the message of Sinai. You know why he called it Chorev? Because you know what the Gemara says, what kind of name is Chorev? Because it says it's called Chayrev, because here all the philosophies in the whole world became destroyed. Any sheker in the world, boom, bam, history. Goodbye. The Emmis was so clear. This destroyed any shtus I got had. When they saw Hashem come down, they heard Hashem come down, there was no question. And that continued in the Mishkan. That continued in the Besamikdash. This was the whole idea. You know what happens, Hashem says? I'm communicating with you. You're not talking to me. So what do you do if your wife doesn't talk to you? What if a guy tries to talk to his wife and his wife doesn't want to talk to him? So you know what he says? Okay. You don't want to talk to me? Goodbye. <laughs> and he says, I won't talk to you. Or vice versa. Sometimes they plead for a little bit. So what did Hashem do? Hashem pleaded. Hashem said, boys, kindalach, you're not talking to me, Hashem said. I want to talk to you. He sent us Nevi'im, and the Nevi'im warned us. 
I want to talk to you. Hashem says you ran away from me. The Taif say Hashem says you don't know me. No, no, no. He means keep it a cave. Know what the Torah says when the Torah writes that Adam and Chava got together, united. Know what it says? Vayeda Adam is Chava, and Chava knew his Adam knew his wife. Knowing wife means they bonded. That's how the Torah describes physical bonding. Hashem says, the Tefsi, I tell you, you're learning Torah. Lo yuduni. You don't want to know me. No das. Vehem lo yodubi. Yoda ashor kaneu. Vechamor evas bala vehem. They don't know me anymore. No das. No chibur. Das means a chibur. No attachment. Hashem says, listen. Boys, I can't, I can't put up this anymore. You play that game with me. I'm pulling away. Hashem says, you know what? I'm going to send you bye-bye. You got to talk. So the first thing is to understand, I want to talk to you. That's the preface and that Dhamma, the Parshas Truma. Now, when Hashem tells us to make the Mishkan and to make all the garments of the Mishkan, you know what Hashem tells me? He's telling us how do we make ourselves kalim for Hashem to unite with me? Here is a fellow who would like his wife to talk to him. Or his wife may talk to him. I remember, and this is a true story. A lady came to me once. She said, I would love to talk to my husband. There's one problem. He takes a shower once a month. And that's if I push him said, the odor that emanates from him is beyond the arrogance. Are you sure he doesn't go to the mikvah? I said, the mikvah, he says, if it's a mikvah, it doesn't have any water in it, she says. <laughs> and it's a very filthy one. Because, I'm telling you, he says, it's, 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 something was wrong with the guy, obviously. But, so, Hashem tells us, you got to be a keli. you got to make yourself a keli. Studying the whole idea of Sefer Truma is how we make ourselves Kalim. Every Kali in the base Hamikdash represents something within ourselves. Every, there was very specific Kalim that represent each one of our needs, that correspond to each one of our needs. And Hashem says, if you prepare yourself, there's a Shulchan in the base Hamikdash. A Shulchan represents Parnas. Every one of us has a need for Parnas. How do you get Parnas? So when somebody calls me up and says to me, I'm, I'm struggling with Parnas. What's the question? No. Is your Shulchan clean? Have you prepared your Shulchan? Did you prepare your Lechem Hapan? Do you know even the fact that you have to prepare your Shulchan in order to get it be a keli for Hashem to send you parnasa. A guy tells me he's struggling with tyrant. No. Do you know that there's something in the Beis Hamikdash called the Menorah? And if you prepare yourself and dive in toward the Menorah, you prepare yourself and make yourself a keli to absorb Chachm of Hashem. That's how you get Chachm of Hashem? Have you prepared your mind to absorb Chachm? Talk about that, Hashem. Or is your mind just one piece of filth? And then you want to understand why Hashem doesn't want to dump his penine zav, his gold nuggets, into your 
filthy Kaylee. Come on. Guy brings most expensive wine in some Kaylee that the guy just used for who knows what. I won't have to say, tell you what he used it for. And he brings it, he puts some wine in here. I said, oh, that looks very, very friendly color. Is that, is that, the guy says, is that what I think it is? He says, is that what I think it is? <laughs> he puts some wine in here. <laughs> not, not that kind of wine. You need cheap Bowery wine, my friend. You understand? So here a guy comes to a Chacham of Hashem. The Yain of Shaltaira. He says to him, could I have some Yain? Hashem said, is that what I think is in your mind? <laughs> is what I'm seeing in your mind? What is in your mind? What I think it is? He said, yeah, it's in Hashem. It's pure mm-hmm. filth. But put a little Yain over here. Hashem said, no, no, no. Not that mind. And just to know. There's a Mizbeach. Are you committed to Hashem? Do you have any relationship to Hashem? Have you ever thought of wanting a relationship to Hashem? Do you even desire a relationship to HaKadosh Baruch? That's what this parsha is all about. So we learned a lot. You, to, you should try to, to review this. To remember this. When you, when you, people, when you, you know what? You have to, these kind of things slip out of your mind in one second. And you get what being from is all about. And you fall into a trap of thinking. Being from... It's about doing certain things Hashem wants you to do. That's not what from is about. It's a, from being from means enabling Hashem to have a communication and a relationship with yourself. That's what it's all about. We say l'shem yichud kudsha berichu. When we do a mitzvah, we say l'shem yichud kudsha berichu. It means l'shem hakadosh baruch hu u'shechinte and his shechina. What is the two things? What does it means l'shem hakadosh baruch hu u'shechinte? And I saw from Reb Tzadik, he says a very interesting thing. He's know what shechinte means in every one of us. When you do a mitzvah, you say to Hashem, Hashem, I'm doing this mitzvah to prepare myself for you to be inside of me. Shechina means Hashem's resting space. Where is the Shechina found? Hashem rests inside of us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants a relationship. That's why Rav Shem Ben Yechai said that if he were the Rabbi Nishalelem, he can't imagine when Rav Shem Ben Yechai became aware of what Torah was, of what Tefillah was, know what he said? I can't imagine the possibility of having one mouth and that one mouth being used to eat and to talk and schmooze and do business and that same very keli be used for Torah and tefillah. He said, if I would have been in charge, I definitely would have made two mouths. One for Kodesh and one for Chayim. That's He said that because of his understanding and grasp of what it was. That's what we, each and every one of us has to understand that. You have to think of it as you learn these parshas. As you study these parshas, hopefully over this week we'll see the Malbim has a tremendous arichas and details of not only how the Kalim, but how the Begodim of the Beisamikdash. And everything surrounded with this is related to us making ourselves a Kali to represent Hashem. I have to be a Kali that represents Hashem. If I don't represent Hashem. You know what that means to say? It's not Hashem's fault. It's my fault. I'm not a kid.